we are Michigan State. They're Western Michigan. We have Mel Tucker. They have Tim Lester. Our quarterback is Peyton Thorne. Nobody on earth outside of Kalamazoo, Michigan, knows who their quarterback is. We don't have Kenneth Walker. Boo-hoo. Guess what? We got a former Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year, a four-star from Wisconsin, and, oh, yeah, we still got the guy who found Kenneth Walker. That'd be Mel Tucker. Murder these guys. Kill them. I want to beat Western Michigan tonight by 1,000 points. I want to annihilate them. Like, I want guys on Western Michigan sideline by the end of Friday night to look in the mirror and question, like, am I playing the right sport? Did I go to the right school? Should I be playing sports at all? I was a lot better at this in high school. Those guys, Michigan State, those guys were fucking savages. I feel like I just played against an NFL team. That's what I want. Murder these dudes. Run the fucking ball down their faces. Because we're Michigan State and they're Western. They couldn't stop it even if they wanted to. Throw the ball. Anyway, hey, we're going to Jaden Reed this play. You still can't stop it because our guy is that much better than your guy. Oh, Keon Coleman, you didn't hear about him too much last year? Put your entire defense on him. He'll still go up and get the ball. Oh, okay, that's fine. The offensive line, it's supposed to be a little weak this year. Move them. Move them. We're running the ball right here, this A-gap. You can't stop it because our offensive line is stronger, (coughs) meaner, tougher. They want it more. Wherever. We'll call the play. We'll tell them the play. Run, pass, here, there. You can't fucking stop it because we're that much better than you. Because we're Michigan State and you're Western Michigan. I don't care. I want 70 sacks tonight. I want this defensive line, Jacob Slade, Simeon Barrow, Jeff Petrowski, Chris Bogle. I want them to live in the Western Michigan backfield. couple new linebackers, Jacoby Winman, Aaron Brule, and the returning all-American freshman Cal Halliday. I want you guys to be the fucking Freddy Krueger of every Western Michigan football player's dreams. I want you to terrorize running backs, tight ends, wide receivers, pulling guards, quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks, kickers, fullbacks, everybody. I want you to terrorize their offense. The secondary, everybody thinks they can go, oh, MSU secondary was horrible last year. Ipso facto, it'll be terrible again this year. I want this secondary to come out like nobody's completing a pass for over two yards on them. You can't throw the ball downfield. Third and eight, need a first down, zero chance. We'll play man coverage and blitz everybody else every single snap, and we just got guys that are better than yours. We got fucking dogs. We invented the no-fly zone, brother. You ever heard of that shit? The Rose Bowl team? We made that. Mel Tucker's not going to let that fly again. I promise you that. I don't know a ton about Scotty Hazleton. I would hope so. I would hope he's not going to let that fly again. Harlan Barnett, he ain't going to let that fly again. You thought the secondary was weak last year, therefore it must be weak this year. How about Amir Speed? Fucking Georgia Bulldog was on the national championship team. Maybe he didn't play a ton. He got a little bit of run. You got to be an absolute freak to be on that team and get any snaps to begin with. He'll come bolster the squad. Ronald Williams take another step. Chuck Brantley, we just saw flashes last year before he got injured. Xavier Henderson, one of the best leaders in the Big Ten, coming back at the safety spot. Angelo Gross, the fucking hammer, dude. Coming up, he'll play the run game. He'll play the pass game. He's going to let you know that he's there. I want to massacre Western Michigan tonight. I want MSU to go out and remind America, you're the only game. 
Friday night, the only game in the college football world is Michigan State playing host to Western Michigan. I want the dogs to go out tonight and remind America, we got the fucking coach who just set the market for contracts all across the country. We got the guy who took transfer you and created it at Michigan State. We got the guy who came to MSU in a season that they were supposed to win, what, four games, maybe five if they were lucky, and won 11. We got the guy who has folks in Ann Arbor fucking wetting their pants right now. We have Mel Tucker. We have the guy that LSU was going to come after. We have the guy who not only is he going to revitalize Michigan State football, he's going to bring Michigan State football to a level the likes of which they've never known, the country's never known, the football world has never known, and he's going to do it. Maybe not this year exactly. Maybe this year isn't the national championship year, but this is a step. This is a year that is a part of that process. This is a year that will be looked back at when they are hoisting the Big Ten, when they just beat Ohio State at the shoe, when they are in the college football playoff. This year, 2022, is a year people will look back at and go, fuck, there were the signs then. Mel Tucker had his shit figured out way back in 2022. Mel Tucker knew what he was doing. Those linebackers, he went out and got Brule and Winman. Where the fuck? Like, he just got two studs. Is Mel Tucker, is he the best talent evaluator in college football? Is he the best recruiter, transfer, high school, doesn't fucking matter, in college football? Is he the best CEO as far as assembling talent on the coaching staff around him in college football? Is he the best marketer? In college football, understanding what Michigan State, what East Lansing does well, the brand, the edginess of being a Spartan dog, that feeling it incites in people like me, the feeling you get being in East Lansing on a Saturday, the idea behind what makes MSU special. It's not in a crazy city like Chicago. It's not even in a city like Ann Arbor or Columbus or Madison. But there is something special. There's something different. It's intrinsic. You can't replace it. You can hardly even describe it. About going up to East Lansing, Michigan on an October Saturday, everybody in the green and white, everybody drinking the cider and uh, rum, everybody letting the go greens, go whites fly. Everybody's there to fill up the woodshed, fucking key play, and watch MSU dominate somebody. Everybody's there because they've heard all offseason. Mel Tucker can't recruit with Ohio State and Michigan. That 11-win season, that was a fluke. No way he can do that again. This Michigan team, their offense is going to be lights out. No chance he can repeat and go 3-0 against Michigan. No way they'll beat Ohio State. Too much talent. You saw what happened last year. C.J. Stroud and the MSU secondary. No way. Every single person in East Lansing tonight and every single Saturday afternoon or evening moving forward is there for one reason only, and it's to watch Mel Tucker and the Michigan State Spartans do what we do best, and that's prove people wrong. Prove our fucking worth. You don't think that 11-2 and two season last year was on purpose? You don't think Mel Tucker knows exactly what the fuck he's doing? You think just because he lost one elite player in Kenneth Walker, he's never going to find another? You think he stumbled upon a Heisman-caliber talent hiding away in Wake Forest, North Carolina? You think all that shit just happened by luck and blind blindness? Mel Tucker knows exactly what he's doing. Mel Tucker knows how to identify talent. Mel Tucker knows he could market a goddamn cardboard box on the side of I-75 as a college university and get a couple four-stars to take a look at it. He knows exactly how to market Michigan State University. He knows exactly how 
to get people to fall in love with East Lansing, Michigan. There's a reason he's still there. Alma mater was Wisconsin. He was at Alabama. He was at Ohio State. He was at Georgia. He was at Colorado previously. There were talks of LSU making an offer for him and trying to poach him away from MSU in just a year or two. All of that is real. All of that happened. He's seen the SEC culture. He's been between the hedges in Athens. He's been in Tuscaloosa working for the most illustrious program in America. He's done all of that shit. And yet, here he is in East Lansing, Michigan, as the head coach of the Michigan State Spartans. Two years after showing up into Bill Beekman's office for his interview with a binder that said Michigan State on it and a detailed plan on how to not win a couple games, not beat Michigan, not beat Ohio State, even not win the Big Ten, how to win a national championship at Michigan State University. Mel Tucker knows it's possible. He knows there is a way to do it. He believes he has the vision for how that should be done. Progress is being made. This is another layer in the wall. This is another step on his ascension to hoisting hardware in the green and white. I want MSU to fucking curb stomp and pardon my language, pardon the vulgarity. I'm fired up. It's Thursday evening. I just got back from work. I got my Michigan State shirt on. We're about to fucking pound Western Michigan in 24 hours, less than that. We're about to see the 2022 Michigan State Spartans year three of Mel Tucker unveil themselves to us for the first time. Spartan Nation, there is a buzz amongst Michigan State fans from coast to coast, the likes of which I've never felt. And I've been here. I've been a fan. I've been in this in some special times, the 2015 college football playoff year. The 10 and 3 year afterwards, where they beat Michigan in the monsoon. That was a great year. Last year, the 11 and 2 Kenneth Walker year. I've never felt an electricity or an excitement from Spartan to Spartan like this in my lifetime. Everybody knows we lost pieces, no doubt. Yes, obviously, we lost Kenneth Walker. We lost Jake Panashuk, right? We lost a handful of linebackers. The offensive line is a little bit depleted. We lost Jalen Naylor. We lost some guys, no doubt. There's some holes to fill. And I still, coming off the heels of an 11-2 season, nobody saw it coming. Coming off having maybe the best running back in school history, if not one of, Heisman contender, first Heisman candidate they've ever had in my lifetime. Well, Charles Rogers, but I was like brain dead. I was so little at that point. And I've never felt people this fucking jacked up to watch Michigan State go to war as I am right now, as I have this season. I can't fucking wait. I don't care that Peyton Thorne's dad is the OC. I don't care that he's a father figure to Jaden Reed. I want to smack these dudes by 100. I want to show America what happened last year is no mistake. Mel Tucker isn't all cigars and sweet-ass pictures and three-piece suits. Fuck no. Mel Tucker is building a football powerhouse in East Lansing, Michigan, of all places. You know it can be done in Los Angeles at USC. You know it can be done at Alabama and Tuscaloosa. You know it can be done at Clemson, Florida State, Texas A&M. You know it can be done at all these places. People said it'll never be done in East Lansing. You can't win at that level at Michigan State. You can't compete with the Ohio States of the world, with the Michigans of the world, with the Notre Dames of the world. You can't compete with them at Michigan State. Mel Tucker 
Yeah, he's a fine coach. He can't bring them to that level because they're Michigan State. That's just it, isn't it? We're Michigan State, and we have Mel Tucker. You don't think Mel Tucker can take them, take us to that level? You don't think MSU, regardless of who the coach is, can reach that level? Michigan State is an entity that has been waiting for the fucking day for somebody to pull that sword out of the stone and take us on our way to that level. And Mel Tucker is that King Arthur. You don't think Michigan State can reach that level? Just because what? They haven't been a national power since the 60s and 70s. D'Antonio returned them in the early 2010s. They didn't win an Addy. They won multiple Big Tens. And they kind of put themselves back there like, hey, don't forget Michigan State's still here. We are a fucking, when we flex, you feel that shit. That last earthquake in Los Angeles, that was Michigan State flexing. Mel Tucker has known. Mel Tucker is more than aware of the resources at the fingertips of this university. Mel Tucker is more than aware of the tradition and the passion that lies within the fan base and the people associated with this university. Mel Tucker understands you bring winning, you bring a product to MSU, to Spartan Stadium every Saturday, you will sell out 75,000 seats six times a year, every single fall like clockwork. Mel Tucker knows he can play in Los Angeles, California. He can play in Dallas, Texas. He can play in Seattle, Washington, Miami, Florida, Raleigh, North Carolina, Boise fucking Idaho. Mel Tucker knows we are far and wide. He knows that this is a national brand. He knows that people know what Michigan State is. And now we have the key ingredient. The one thing MSU's been missing in all those years leading up, all those times and everything everyone references when they say Michigan State can't compete, with the Notre Dame or Ohio State, you don't have the money. You don't have the resources. You can't compete. They want it more than you do. Finally, we have mixed in the key ingredient. And perhaps it was by way of Mel Tucker putting on a little charm, having a little conversation, doing a little convincing of his own to Matt Ishbia to say, you know what, Matt? We influx a little cash. We build a new facility. We get things going a little bit. Michigan State's... This is a top 15 program waiting to happen. Not only is it a top 15 program, because we were. We were top 10, arguably top 5 program. Those D'Antonio years, the prime 2010 to 2015. Arguably a top 5 program in the country. We're not a top 15, top 10 program for a couple years. This is a perennial decade, two decade, three decade, perennial, withstanding, top 10 program waiting to happen. All it needs is a donor with a fuck ton of money and a whole lot of heart to go, let's do it. It's time Michigan State becomes elite. It's time we don't spring up every seven, six, eight, five, ten years and win a Big Ten. It's time we are in the conversation and making a run at Indianapolis every single year without fail. It's time every Labor Day that rolls around, there's a number next to Michigan State. It's time every year Ohio State, down in Columbus, when they're looking at the schedule. Yeah, they circle the Michigan game. It's time they circle the Michigan State game as well. It's time national pundits on ESPN, ABC, CBS, NBC, I don't care, talk about the Michigan State Spartans as a legitimate threat to the throne 
every single year leading into a college football season. That has always been here. The capability has always fucking been here. Michigan State is the iceberg that sunk the Titanic. You could see a good chunk of it. It's always been there above water. You've seen the fandom all across the country. You've seen them travel to big games. You've seen them play in and win those big games. You've seen them have those elite years. What you haven't seen is the other 90% of that shit that's been under the water. And now with Matt Ishbio's fucking dump truck of money, we are slowly elevating the rest of that iceberg for all the world to see. There's more to Michigan State than winning something every here and there. There's more to MSU than Tom Izzo in basketball. There's more to MSU than the agricultural program. There's more than Duffy Dougherty in the 60s and the 70s. There's more than the D'Antonio run in the early 2010s. Michigan State is capable of being a year-in, year-out, dominant football program that produces and garners elite talent, both from the high school level, both transferring, and produces NFL talent every single year. It is a team that is capable, a program capable, of winning double-digit games every year, of beating Michigan, of beating Penn State, of beating Ohio State every single time. They are capable of reaching that level. It's going to take time. I'm not saying this is that year because we have only – just begun. If you count year one for Mel Tucker, that was barely year one. That was like year zero. Last year, not supposed to be good. 111, unbelievable. Follow it up. Show America that this is the new standard. I don't think, I'll be honest right now, I don't think MSU is going to win 13 games this year. I don't think they're going 12 and 0. I don't even think they're going 11 and 1. I think they'll probably win nine, 10 games. And I'm happy with that. Beat Michigan, win nine games. Beat Michigan, win 10 games. Beat Ohio State, that'd be unbelievable. But we still have to understand, Michigan State fans, this year they're going to win nine games, ten games, maybe 11. They're going to win that many games. And it is going to be a reminder and just a calm, calm piece of information for everybody. Michigan State fans, non-Michigan State fans, it doesn't matter. It's going to be a subtle reminder. MSU is coming. Mel Tucker still has not even tapped what he's going to do as far as the talent goes here. Mel Tucker hasn't even scraped the surface of the level of player that is going to be suiting up on Saturdays in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, he started. He's brought a few guys. 2021 class, yeah, there are a couple four-stars that are probably going to get some PT this year. He's done an unbelievable job in the transfer portal through one year. Hopefully this year, once again, we have some prospects. Daniel Barker at tight end, the two linebackers I mentioned, Amir Speed at the cornerback spot, the two running backs and Broussard and Berger. Yeah, there's potential for people to re-up on Mel Tucker being the founder of TransferU. Absolutely. There's potential, once again, for us to have maybe, I don't know, Heisman contending running back. A guy who makes people's heads turn in Texas, in South Carolina, in fucking California. Whoa, Michigan State's got another running back out of the transfer portal that's a dog? It's Mel Tucker. What's going on with him? This year is going to remind people that Michigan State, what happened last year, This ascension is no fluke. This ascension is no flash in the pan. This is where MSU football is going to be moving forward permanently. And this floor is going to become nine games, ten games. And the ceiling soon enough, the expectation, the goal will be you beat Michigan, you beat Penn State, you beat Ohio State, and you win the Big Ten. Soon enough, that is going to become the year-in and year-out expectation. I don't think it's this year. I think they're capable of beating all those teams. I think they're capable of winning the Big Ten. Right now, do I think they beat Ohio State? Probably not. 
right now, do I think they beat Michigan? I think it's probably like a 50-50 toss-up. That game always feels like a 50-50 toss-up. Right now, like I said, I still think they win 9-10 games. No doubt. No doubt. Do I think they get over that championship hump? Maybe not. Maybe. But I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. I'm not expecting it. I'm not counting on it. Next year, now we can talk. Year four, now we can talk. 2024, yeah, now we win championships. Now we beat Ohio State. Now we never lose to Michigan. What's funny, these first or those first two years of Mel Tucker's tenure, the uh, COVID year at the big house, and then last year in East Lansing, those were the two years for Michigan where it was like, you better beat us now. You better beat MSU now. It's only going to get fucking worse for you. Ohio State, I hope they had fun kicking our ass, and they beat the fuck out of us. There's no doubt. In Columbus last year, that was pathetic. That was embarrassing. I came on here and said it was just shameful. I never, ever want to see that again. As much as I love Mel Tucker, as great as he's been so far, and I believe he's going to be, I never want to see MSU under him play a game like that again. That was fucking embarrassing. I hope Ohio State enjoyed that shit because that's not happening again. From now on, and everybody wants to say, how is this team going to repeat? How is this team going to win that many games again without the likes of a Kenneth Walker? Fair enough. You need to understand that the architect is with us. You see what I'm saying? Maybe, yeah, we lost the tool. We have the architect. We have the guy who identified Kenneth Walker when Wake Forest was like, yeah, he's probably a backup running back. We have the guy who goes, wait a sec, that guy actually should be in New York fucking taking Heisman votes. We have that guy. He's still here. We have the identifier of the talent. We have the guy who persuades that talent to come play football at Michigan State. This team is only going to get better. They won 11 games last year, and a lot of it was due to Kenneth Walker and his brilliance. There's no question about it. That defense was awful. I'll tell you this. I will make you one guarantee this season for Michigan State. The defense isn't going to be that bad again. I fucking promise you that. The defense will not be that bad again. So what happens? You win 11 games with one of the worst defenses in the country. That defense is not going to be, it's never going to be that bad again. What happens when that defense is ranked like 60th? You win 12 games? Beat Purdue, undoubtedly. Michigan beats Ohio State. We beat Purdue. We go to the Big Ten. All that, has, all that has to happen is that defense gets a little better. And he's only bringing better talent. And he's only fixing the scheme. And he's only going and getting day one transfer guys. He's only going and getting four-star defensive linemen to just fucking terrorize quarterbacks by Joe. Andrew DePape. There's a third guy that I'm – Jalen Thompson at Cast Tech. He's only improving. He's only building to what his vision of Michigan State is. He said it. He prophesied what MSU is going to be under Mel Tucker. If you can't recruit at Michigan State, you probably just can't recruit. And that's always been the problem for MSU, hasn't it been? Even those D'Antonio years when they were winning those games, you just couldn't recruit with Ohio State. You couldn't recruit with Michigan. You couldn't recruit with Penn State. They were still figuring out ways to beat them, but they weren't recruiting with them by no means. Now what happens, we're already beating them with less talent. We beat a top 10 Northwestern team in 2020. We beat Michigan at the Big House as 24 and a half point underdogs in 2020. Fast forward to 2021. Supposed to win four games, five games. Beat Miami and Florida. Beat Michigan in a fucking thriller. Beat Penn State in a blizzard. 
Didn't have a ton of Mel Tucker talent. Yeah, there were some transfers, a couple freshmen. Didn't have a ton of Mel Tucker talent. The one thing we brought him in to do, which is raise the level of player at MSU, he hasn't even had time to do. And they still went out on 111. This year, guess what? Outside of the running back position, every other position on the field, every other room, the depth at every position, the starting talent at every position has only elevated. The safeties only got better. Corners only got better. Linebackers got a lot better. Defensive line only got better. Offensive line, people went. But I'll tell you what, the depth now at the offensive line is more talented. Those are higher higher rated recruits, higher ceiling, higher potential players in that offensive line room. The running back, yeah, they're not going to be Kenneth Walker. The depth is better. That one-two punch, Jarek Broussard, Jalen Berger, still have Jordan Simmons, still have Eli Collins. That's one more guy than Kenneth Walker was working with. It was Kenneth and then the other guys. The depth is better. Maybe the starting talent won't be as good. Replacing Heisman guys is tough to do. Michigan's not going to replace Hutch. Alabama, when Bryce Young leaves, Bryce Young leaves when Will Anderson leaves, is going to have a trouble. C.J. Stroud at Ohio State. Quarterback position, Peyton Thorne returning for year three. Only going to be better. The wide receiver room, Jaden Reed. Coming back for year four, he's going to be a fucking freak. He's going to be unstoppable. Keon Coleman is the type of athlete that never has been at Michigan State before. 6'3 basketball player that can run like the wind and is built like a fucking brick house. Yeah, good luck guarding him, dude, that just came out of algebra class. You're going to get mossed, bro. Tight end broom, only getting better. Four stars. That's the dude from Daniel Barker from Illinois. I want to murder Western tonight. I just want an announcement. I want everybody to know. It's like Stringer Bell. Put the word. We're back up. I want to fucking massacre Western Michigan tonight. I want everybody to know 11-2 and two was not a fluke. We're winning nine games. We're winning ten games. The only teams that have a shot at beating us this year are Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. Nobody else even has a fucking chance. Because guess what? If you're a physical team, Wisconsin thinks they're going to out-physical us. No chance you are. Washington, you're going to out-finesse us. No chance you are. you got to be elite to even have a chance with us. You have to have an elite defense to stop Peyton Thorne and Jaden Reed. You have to have an elite offense to run on this defensive line and linebacking core. You have to have an elite quarterback and wide receiver pairing to throw on our secondary. You have to have an elite run defense to stop our backfield. That's the only possibility you have of beating us. And even still, probably won't get it done. I want to smash Western Michigan, start this year off 1-0. Peyton Thorne's dad goes home, cuts the lawn, and makes Peyton's bed for him. And we go into week two against Akron under the lights, ready for week three. I want, I just, I, I, I just want to announce that Mel Tucker is going nowhere. Last year was no accident. Kenneth Walker is an unbelievable player. We don't need him. We spawn Kenneth Walker, not the other way around. I think Michigan State's going to win probably 10 games this year. I think Ohio State, probably a loss. Michigan toss-up, I, I think we'll beat Michigan. How am I – I'm never in my life going to go into a Michigan game going, yeah, we'll probably lose. 
I think we will beat if we beat Michigan last year. Why the fuck would we not beat them this year? We're only going to be better. We're going to be better. Every single facet of MSU this year is going to be better outside of Kenneth Walker. Every aspect of the team, I genuinely believe, will be better outside of the starting running back. And we're still going to have a very good backfield. Smash Western. They're Western Michigan. We're Michigan State. Smash these guys. Don't go out there and feel it out and play timid and, oh, fucking kill them. 52 to 3. Annihilate these dudes. Wipe Kalamazoo off the face of the planet. That was intense. That was intense. I can't fucking wait. This is the Detroiter, by the way, covering sports in the Motor City and the Mint State. College football is back. Michigan State tonight. Michigan hosting Colorado State tomorrow. It is maybe the best weekend of the year, the best time of the year getting underway. I love college football. I love Michigan State football. I love the feeling of tuning into a Saturday night game, the atmosphere, the fanfare, the fucking passion people have. Like, I understand people who say, I love NFL. Like, the, the talent, the games are way better. Fair. Nothing matches what people feel, how people act, like how the game of college football makes you feel. I don't get, I love the Lions, dude. I fucking love the Lions. I don't get this way about the Lions. I'm like a part of MSU, it feels. There's something special about that. I want to annihilate Western. I believe we will. I believe MSU will win 10 games this year. I believe next week we'll probably talk more extensively about the season looking forward. I can't fucking wait, bro. Get me to kickoff. Go green. If you're around East Lansing, if you're around MSU and you're not at the game tonight, what the fuck is wrong with you? Strike the stadium is one of the most unbelievable atmospheres I've ever been in. It looks sick. It's electric. It's going to be a beautiful fall night in the greatest place on earth. How are you not in East Lansing if you are within 70 miles of it? We'll talk a little bit of Michigan and Ann Arbor against Colorado State. Football's back, folks. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Quick break. All right, we talked MSU. That'll be enough. We'll be done with MSU for now. Um, I appreciate if you're a Michigan fan, <laughs> if you're an Ohio State fan, if you're anything that's not a Michigan State fan, I appreciate you indulging me. <laughs> um, I don't know what overtook me, to be honest with you. I hit record, and it was like I just started thinking about MSU actually playing football tomorrow. I thought about MSU actually playing football tomorrow going into a season that I'm excited for, that I have expectation for. And it just overtook me. Like, you got to understand, MSU, before Mel Tucker, we were going into a dark fucking period. Year one of Mel Tucker, even, it was like, all right, sweet, we got a new coach. Like, I know we're going to stink. And it was the COVID year. I'm not getting that excited. Even last year, it was like, all right, cool. Year two, Mel Tucker, like, we're not supposed to be any good. Um, it's still, you know, we'll see what Mel Tucker's got. We got a couple new faces. We'll see what they're all about. Let's see how these guys play, if the culture's changing. And obviously last year happened. I haven't felt the excitement going into this year surrounding MSU since like my freshman year of college, which was the college football playoff year. So like, I don't, I didn't, I can't even fucking contain myself. I was at work today. We were having bagels every Wednesday and Thursday. We get bagels. It's the actual greatest thing in the world. Had four of them, by the way, kind of gross. Um, the cinnamon dude, they make these cinnamon bagels. They have like little cinnamon chips in them. You toast them and smear them with cream cheese. Oh my. Uh, how am I supposed to not eat them? 
That's the worst part. They put him out in the morning. I don't know who goes and gets them. Some saint, some son of God goes out and gets these bagels at like 8 a.m., 7.30, puts them out in the break room, and they're just a free-for-all. They get probably like 200 bagels. So every day, everybody has them in the morning. But by 2 p.m., there's like 60 bagels left. I walk by. There's still some of the cinnamon bagels. I just had one a couple hours ago. I'm like, these things are fucking gas. There's 20 more of them. How am I not supposed to take two more cinnamon bagels? They taste like sex in my mouth. But they're free? They're free, bro? I live alone. I'm paying rent today. I'm not going to take free food. You don't fucking know me if you don't think I'm taking that free food. And they're bagels. And they have the little cinnamon chips. And they have complimentary cream cheese. And it's a great way to kill 15 minutes at work. Of course I'm taking the bagels. I had four today. Anyways, I was sitting around having bagels with like six of my female coworkers. I go, wearing this MSU shirt, I go, anybody excited for college football this weekend? We're talking about our Labor Day plans. Silent. You would have thought, anybody kill anyone recently? You actually would have thought that's what I said. Silent. I'm like, oh, all right. Okay. Well, that like threw a match into me being like, I need to watch and talk and fucking feel college football. Just got me going. I sat down. I hit record and I didn't stop. Let's talk Michigan though. Michigan, Colorado State. Um, There's not a lot to say about this game, right? Like Colorado State is going to get fucking demolished. (laughs) <laughs> I feel bad, dude. It's like, I, so going back to the people I go to school with, like I'll go to school with some people like this girl, this one girl was like, Oh me. She's very quiet. She's like me, but only Cal football. And I'm like, Oh, you guys fucking stink. That's cool though. That you're excited. You guys fucking suck though. You're probably going to be really bad, huh? Probably nowhere near as excited as the two universities from, from where I'm from. Michigan fans are pumped. Michigan State fans are pumped. Oh, you're excited for Cal? Sorry I mentioned it. Ugh. You guys are going to be fucking bad. You're excited? I feel bad for the likes of those schools, and Cal is even a level up, but the Colorado States of the world. I don't know anybody personally that went to Colorado State. Um, I honestly forget that they're even a football program more frequently than I should considering I think during COVID I started an NCAA dynasty with Colorado State uh one a natty not a big deal shout out to the Rams they're gonna get fucking killed though I mean you want me to be nice or you want me to tell you tell you the truth they're gonna get murdered and I know people are going that's what they said about Appalachian State for sure I I hope Colorado State wins Don't get me wrong. Deep in my Michigan State guts and my loins, I hope Michigan loses. Don't get that twisted. I want Michigan to lose every single time they play anything. I want them to get smacked. But at the same time, like, it's just not going to happen, you know? Like, I want $5 million to just appear in my bank account every day. It's just just not going to happen, most likely. I want Colorado State to go into the big house as probably 70-point underdogs and win the game. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd laugh so much. I'd call every Michigan friend that I have and be like, you guys suck. I'd make so many TikToks clowning the entire football program. They'd probably get a fuck ton of views. It'd be great. People would hate me. Um, It's just not going to happen, though, you know? I want Santa to come down the tree right now and bring me a nice girlfriend and a plate of chocolate chip cookies. 
I don't have a chimney and Santa isn't real. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, it's just not going to happen. I feel bad for fans of teams like Colorado State. I don't know how many of them there are. Like, obviously, when you talk about Michigan, Michigan State, these enormous programs, enormous universities and alumni bases, there's going to be fucking fans. I don't know how many Colorado State Ram fans there are running around, you know? Not sure if that's a real thing. Don't know if there will be any present at the big house on Saturday outside of friends and family of the players. Don't know. But if you are a Colorado State football fan, if you are tuning in 12 times this fall, um, if you have followed the offseason and you pay attention to the recruiting of Colorado State, I really do feel bad for you. Because, like, you're going to get fucking killed, dude. Like, I feel bad for people that are big football fans of programs that are power five, that are major programs, but just aren't good. Like I was just listening to Barstool Redline Radio, Carl, he's an Illinois fan and he loves football. He like follows the recruiting, follows the, I'm like, damn dude, Illinois sucks. You're a fan. And you care. Yikes, man. Like I genuinely feel, and it's the douchiest thing in the world to say, but I genuinely do feel kind of bad. I mean, Colorado State's on another level. They're going to get murdered. Uh, I don't know what the spread is. Can't be close. Michigan's a 30.5 favorite. That like legitimately seems kind of low, 30 and a half. That seems, I'd take Michigan to cover. I think they're going to get smacked. I mean, you could say a little bit of an upset spot, right? Trap game. I don't know anything about Colorado State. I don't know if they have a feisty QB. I don't know if they have a dynamic passing attack. I don't know anything about them. Like they might be the best non-power five team in the country. No clue. What I do know is this Michigan has an offense that is going to be electric this year. That quarterback is returning. A lot of the offensive line is returning the backfield Corum Donovan Edwards going to be dominant. The wide receiving core. They're only adding Ronnie bell, uh, the defense is going to be good again. Yes, they lost Ojabo. Yes, they lost Hutch. They recruit well. They have players in the wings. They will be good again. They will want to repeat. They know that there's a target on their back now. They've always had Michigan. You always have a target on your back. You're fucking Michigan. It feels like obviously MSU fans hate you. Obviously, Ohio State fans hate you. It feels like everybody, though, kind of hates Michigan, right? You ask an Alabama fan, how do you feel about the Wolverines? They'd probably go, Egh. You ask a Florida fan. You ask a Texas fan, you ask a Washington fan, you ask an Oregon fan, anybody, they're probably going, yeah, fuck Michigan, dude. You always kind of have a target on your back, but now you're coming off a season in which you won the Big Ten, you beat Ohio State for the first time in forever. Dude, Jim Harbaugh, he's got a little pep in his step. Lord knows Michigan fans have a little pep in their step. I'm sure the guys on that team are going to have a little bit more of a cocker and a pimp to themselves. There is going to be a double target on your back and coming off that unbelievable season coming off the high, the likes of which a lot of Michigan fans have probably never experienced or don't remember experiencing. You could say it's a little bit of a letdown spot, but I do think Michigan's going to come in focused. Um, I do think Michigan's going to come in with the same attitude as MSU. Like uh, that whole spiel I did for the first half hour where I'm like, kill these guys that let everybody know. Michigan, I'm sure, is echoing that same thing. Who cares what we did last year? I don't give a fuck that you guys won the Big Ten. I don't care that we beat Ohio State. I don't care about any of that. Come in here and let everybody know, once again, Michigan's back. 
Michigan wants Ohio State at the end of November. Michigan is doing everything it can to return to Indianapolis. Michigan has a plan to make another appearance in the college football playoff. I'm sure that's the mentality in Ann Arbor. And I'm sure everything starts with let's beat Colorado State by seven fucking million points. I'm sure that's where we're at. And I think they probably will. Uh, Michigan's is too good. Like plain and simple. All these power five or all these power five non-power five games, like when you get these bigger teams, like MSU, I think is ranked 15th. Um, I don't know what Michigan's ranked off the top of my head, actually, but I'm sure they're like top 10. Yeah, Michigan ranked eighth. Anytime you get these, and they're both at home in East Lansing in Ann Arbor, when you get these games against Colorado State, against Western Michigan, where you have the teams that were dominant the year before returning the bulk of their team, returning the coaching staff, looking not only to repeat what they did, but to build on it and do more and achieve more. Like, how how is anybody going to realistically sit there and go, yeah, I think Western Michigan probably wins this game. Yeah, I think Colorado State probably goes into the big house, coming off them winning the Big Ten, and wins this game. Like, that's crazy. Anybody who's saying that is just saying it to be different or to make noise, to get clicks, whatever the case is. Nobody on the planet legitimately believes Colorado State has a chance to win this game. Yeah, they do. Do they have a chance? They do. Appalachian State, nobody thought they had a chance. Colorado State is like a 1% chance of winning this game. They do have a chance, right? If Cade McNamara plays the worst game of his life, they do have a chance. If Michigan fumbles the ball five times, they do have a chance. If Colorado State's quarterback plays flawlessly, they do have a chance. Is all of that going to happen? Probably not because Michigan is better. The players are better. The coaches are better. It's going to be loud when Colorado State is trying to adjust the offensive line or audible at the line of scrimmage. Like Nobody in their right mind, the biggest MSU fan, Ohio State fan in the world, is picking Colorado State to win this game. They're going to get steamrolled. What I'm excited for, much like Michigan State, like it's tough. That first half hour, I was just kind of gassing it up and, and fucking dog check, rabid dog talking about MSU, but it's tough for me in games like this where I don't know shit about Western. I know they had a great QB last year and he's gone now, which makes it even more like fucking kill these guys. Um, I don't know anything about Colorado state. It's tough to come in here and go, well, you know what? Michigan should be able to run the ball on this front four. Um, the play action game for Michigan, you know, I don't think Colorado State's secondary quite matches up. Um, I, Michigan Mozzie Smith's going to have a big year. I don't see Colorado State really getting the run game going. It's tough to come in here and like talk about the matchups and talk about why I think Michigan State may win the game or why Colorado State may have a chance. It's tough to do that when I think they're going to get smacked. It's tough to come in and say, well, this is how Michigan State, this is how we're going to take out Western. This is what MSU has to do to be successful. This is where MSU has to be kind of on the lookout. Like, you're just better. Every single player Michigan State has at whatever position is better than the guy Western has. Every single guy Michigan has at whatever position is better than the guy Colorado State has. Plain and simple. There is nothing to analyze. Go out, play your game, play a normal fucking game. Don't get too high. Don't make a ton of mistakes, and you're going to win. Don't fumble five times, Michigan, and you're going to win. Peyton Thorne, don't throw three interceptions, and you're going to win. Right? Defense, tackle, and you're going to win. 
don't take stupid penalties, you're going to like just be eh, just be average and you're going to win fucking no problem. All you have to do is not be horrible and you're going to win this game. Um, what I'm excited for, though, with both of these teams and especially Michigan, because being an MSU guy, I follow them a little closer. Right. I know who MSU has. I know who the players are to look out for. I know who the new guys are. I know where MSU struggled last year and we're looking for improvement. I just know more about the team. And I'm still looking for this with State, but uh, more so with Michigan, and I'm excited to see it with Michigan. I just want to see what they're about. I want to see what Michigan looks like. I want to see what the defense without Ojabo and Hutchinson looks like. I know this Mozzie Smith is supposed to be an absolute animal. I believe it. I just want to see what they look like. I want to see him play. I want to see what that defense looks like against Colorado State. I know Cade McNamara was good for them last year. I know he said he's playing the best football of his career. I know week two they're going to start J.J. The quarterback competition is that heated. They're both playing that great under center that Jim Harbaugh, the only way he can decide is to give them each a chance to show what they're worth. I know that the offensive line's back. I know that the, the, the backfield between Donovan Edwards and Blake Corum is going to be electric. I know the wide receiving core is only getting better adding Ronnie Bell. I understand. I just want to see what they look like. The offensive, the offensive unit should not miss a beat, right? You should not miss a beat. All you're really missing, Hassan Haskins, maybe a lineman or two, you shouldn't miss a beat. Both the same quarterbacks coming back, all the same wide receivers, just adding a veteran. The backfield is still going to be loaded with talent. The offense should not miss a beat, but still, it's a new year. Jim Harbaugh wanted to go to Minnesota, came back. Who knows how that affects things? Right, These guys just won the Big Ten. They had the best season in 17 years. Who knows how that has them feeling. I want to see what Michigan's got. I want to see what Cade's got. I want to see what Cade's got in a game where he knows like your back's up against the wall a little bit. Right, This game, it's not your entire body of work because Cade McNamara has all of last season to point to. Hey, I'm the guy that won 12 games and took us to the college football playoff and beat Ohio State. That was me. That wasn't JJ. That was me. As a matter of fact, the win, the one game we did lose against Michigan State, huge fucking play in it is when you put JJ in and he just dropped the ball on the ground. Right? He's super talented. He made some great throws. I think JJ McCarthy, if he stays at U of M or ends up transferring, whatever he does, will be a good college football player. But, like, if you're Cade McNamara, you kind of have an argument to make. I think the reason, and someone pointed this out to me on Twitter. I wish I could remember who it was to give him credit. But someone pointed it out to me. The reason Harbaugh is doing this week one, week two split is because he doesn't want J.J. McCarthy to transfer. He has a talent, and Cade McNamara is going to be done, and J.J. will have two more years, and he wants J.J. to take over once Cade's done. He doesn't want him to transfer. He doesn't want him to explore other options. So he's going to, you know, hang the carrot a little bit in front of JJ, fucking get him salivating and get him motivated to be at Michigan still. It's tough to do that, though. It's tough to sit on and wait. And like, if you're Jim Harbaugh, just like waiting for, for JJ to be able to take over, it's tough to do that or it's tough to push him up there when Cade McNamara has last season as a body of work. And the one game they lost to state. That J.J. play was horrific. Potentially the thing that cost them that game. We can talk about the refs all day, but things that coaches, players can control, 
the thing that may have cost U of M that game outside of just like not understanding who Kenneth Walker is, the thing that may have cost Michigan the game last year is Jim Harbaugh's fucking infatuation with just throwing JJ McCarthy in, in a random fucking set of downs. And then he fumbles, he fumbles once it goes out of bounds. And then two plays later, he fumbles on the ground. Like Jim, I don't know, Jim, I don't know, Jim. So I'm excited to see how that goes. I'm excited to see what Cade looks like, knowing that this is kind of looming over him, right? I think Cade probably understood last year, <clears throat> hey, dude, if you play like shit, we're going to just pull you and JJ's going to go. But then he never did play like shit. They kept winning and things carried on. It is a little interesting this year for him, coming off what he did last season in the body of work. And Jim Harbaugh is still in his face going, yep, week two, I don't care how well Cade plays. I don't care if Cade throws for 700 yards and 12 touchdowns against Colorado State. Week two, J.J. McCarthy will play quarterback for Michigan. I do think that's kind of an interesting scenario for Cade to be in. Like, your back's against the wall a little bit. You do have some pressure. Like, Cade, even though it is Colorado State, it is week one, you know your team's better than them. You know you're a good player. You know you're capable of lighting these dudes up. In the back of his mind, is Cade McNamara going to have a little bit of going into that huddle for the first drive going? All right, I got to play well today. Like, fuck, this got to be, we got to have a good game today. If I want to play this season, today's got to be a dandy. Is he going to put a little pressure on himself? Is he going to get a little bit into his own head? Seems impossible not to, right? You know that your competition is starting the next week, and whoever your coach likes more between those two weeks is going to start this year and ride out with this team trying to repeat as Big Ten champions, you don't think Cade's going to have that in the back of his head a little bit? Does that make the Colorado State defense a little quicker? Does that make Colorado State look a little bit better than they are? Is Cade overthinking a couple plays, right? Is he trying to force a pass or two? I don't know. I think Cade McNamara is good. I think he's a very good quarterback. I think him and Peyton Thorne are very similar. The only reason I would like Peyton a little bit more is just I think Peyton's more athletic but I think they're both very good QBs. I do think that in, that's interesting, though. I do think that this little seed of, I don't know if doubt's the word, but uh, competition could change things. Should be interesting. That said... I do think uh, Colorado State is going to get fucking wiped off the face of the earth. Those few Colorado State fans that exist, if they're real, probably going to be pretty sad. Um, under a blanket, I would guess. Eating sausages, maybe, to make themselves feel better. It's going to be horrifying, I have a feeling, at the big house. Like Michigan 57, Colorado State 3. Michigan State, I think it'll be the same, like 49 to 10 state. I think both teams are going to be very strong again. Lots to prove, even though they're coming off electric seasons for the both of them, overachieving seasons for the both of them, returning a lot of players for the both of them, both coaches still having shit to prove. I think it's going to be a great weekend in the state of Michigan for college football. I can't fucking wait to send a thousand beers and watch my team on Friday and then all of the other teams on Saturday. 
I can't wait to hear fight music. I can't wait to see the sweet uniforms. I can't wait to see 70-year-old dudes with their face painted sitting in the student section. I can't wait to hear Kirk Herbstreet. I can't wait to see the Goodyear blimp. I can't wait for this first weekend of college football. It is the fucking best. That's all I got today, folks. We got Michigan, Colorado State Saturday. Tonight, Michigan State, Western Michigan. Go green. Dogs by a billion. 1-0. Mel Tucker is going absolutely nowhere. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week.